I woke up this morning and there was a comment on one of my YouTube videos from a woman who was like, you know, these are great. I'm learning a lot about dysfunction in a relationship, but what does a healthy relationship look like? And I kind of smiled and I wrote back to her, I'm like, great minds think alike because today's video that I'm about to shoot is on that topic specifically. What's the difference between codependence and interdependence? Or another way of saying it is, what's the difference between a dysfunctional and a healthy relationship? So welcome back. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. Whether you want to term it codependence and interdependence or healthy versus dysfunctional, I'm going to talk about the Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Difference, and, and so you have an idea of what it might look like to have a healthy relationship. Because as I say all the time, all the models we've ever seen, you know, any of us that, you know, whether you're a year old or a hundred years old, our society has only shown us a fantasy. It's not what true love looks like. It's codependence. All right. Everything we see in movies, TV, everything, the model we've been shown is codependence. There is not a single person on this planet who is not codependent. It's not possible, all right? And so that's the first thing we have to recognize is every one of us is codependent because the parenting and relationship dynamics we've been shown for the last really several hundred years really in existence is a codependent model. We've never learned about these dynamics. I mean, codependence wasn't even discovered until the last 50 years. So, you know, we're just evolving on relationship dynamics and everything, okay? So, what's, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to be codependent? Well, the first thing to recognize about codependence is it's the loss of individuality. Think about the messages we've heard about love. Is that you need to give up everything for me. And so, do you see what this is? This is the codependent model. This is the love model we've all been taught. Think of The Bachelor. Think of The Kardashians. Think of every reality TV show. Anything that has to do with relationships relationship coaching, all of it. In essence, what they're all advocating is, you know, these are two, the circles represent two individual people. And love is here. Now, most relationship coaches, what they're teaching you is how to manipulate the codependent person to get them in here. Think about it. Think about all their teaser videos. How to get the man, how to get the woman, right? Well, do you hear that? That's a manipulation, you know? And so I, I love relationship coaches. They're, they are master salespeople at teaching you how to manipulate other people to give up their life to love you. That's what they're teaching, okay? And I should, not everyone, there are many great teachers, but the primary coaching model or primary relationship model is how to get somebody to give up their whole life and love you make you their king, make you their queen. Like think of all of these messages we have of, you know, the bachelor and everybody and women go until somebody gives up their life for me and notices I'm a queen or, you know, the man, I'm not going to take anything, my queen. Like there are all these references that I have to be placed on this pedestal 
because of TV and movies that somebody who truly loves me will give up everything. They'll always support me, right? What is that? That is the death of the person for the relationship. They must be dependent. And this person is, is demanding, co, you are codependent on me and what I need and meeting my needs and wants. So it is the complete loss of individuality and it's the requirement of melting into one unified soul. Just think of marriages. A lot of people do that. They get the two candles that are intertwined and becomes one. Like it's, no, you're dying. I mean, that's a, that's a religious concept. It's the melting of two souls and, and all of that. Now I get the basic idea of, of building a strong bond but unfortunately, we don't make the, the distinction between, no, 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 that, you don't want that level of toxicity to give up everything for somebody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to you why that concept isn't healthy in just a minute. Now, before I'm going to go into more deeply what interdependence looks like and bring this back out in a minute. But first thing, the next thing I want to talk about that really shows the codependence in our culture is the use of really three words, should, or shouldn't, or could, or couldn't, all right, really those four words, all right, so think about what happens in what most people will say um, in their posts about relationships, or their even spoken reality TV, whatever it is, you should do this, you shouldn't do that, you could do this, you couldn't do that, okay, so do you see what that means? If you should be this type of person, that's a denial of reality, okay? Because that's a lack of acceptance for, no, who this person is right now is this. And you're telling them, you need, you should do this for me. Well, do you see what you're saying? If you ever use that phrase towards somebody, you should, or you could, or, or you shouldn't do that. Or you couldn't do that. Do you see what you're saying to your partner is who you are in this moment? I don't accept truth. I refuse to accept the truth that you're incapable of it because your actions just showed me this is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply who you are, that you have chosen in this moment to be this person, but I'm demanding you be different than that. I will not accept reality. I will not accept you for who you are. You need to be right here, what I need. I'm going to ignore who you are. I'm going to ignore truth. I refuse to see the truth that your actions have shown me you're incapable of whatever it is I may desire. But I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to accept who you are and that this is the perfect imperfect nature of yourself that maybe some days you can do a certain thing and other days you can't or maybe every day you refuse to do it. Well, I'm going to refuse to accept that truth and I'm going to demand that you should or you shouldn't and you live here. 
That is codependence. It is a person who's not in reality of who their partner is and they're demanding that they be this person and meet their needs. That is not love. That is not interdependence. That is dysfunctional. And so if you ever find yourself saying in a relationship, you should do this, you shouldn't do that, you could do this, you couldn't do that, any of that stuff, you need to pause and go, whoa, why am I choosing to live in a fantasy? Why won't I accept reality of who my partner really is? This says a lot about me, because if I really want that, why did I pick this partner? Boom. I need to take ownership that I chose this person. I'm not in truth and reality of what I really want in a relationship. That's not about my partner. My partner should or shouldn't change at all. Maybe I need to look at me and why I pick something that doesn't work for me. And I'm going to get to the proof of why that statement is so impactful when I get to the other side of interdependence. Now, the other thing to recognize in the whole culture of codependence and relationship, and again, I call this the the Kardashian or the bachelor model, bachelorette model, is the belief that they need to have my back and support me at all times. Well, okay, I'll let you have that belief, but do you see what that means? If your demand, if you think that love is they should support you, at all times. Do you see what you're asking? And I'm going to use a very um, absurd analogy, but it drives home proof that you can't walk away from. It brings you into truth and reality, which is very important. If we want love, we have to be in truth. If somebody is supposed to support you at all times, what if you decided that you were going to start murdering people? I thought they're supposed to support you. And see, people go, well, that's absurd. I'd never do that. But that is what you're doing. You're saying when I act inappropriately, whether it was I drank too much or whatever, you still chose to go drink. (laughs) Like when we make mistakes, we all make mistakes. We're perfectly imperfect. And so when we demand our partner has our back, do you see it? Like we have to take it to the extreme to bring, that's how dysfunctional codependence is, is we don't want to take ownership. We're not reality. And so we're in the shoulds and coulds. And so what to bring reality in, I have to use such an extreme example of, you know, well, if they love me, they'd support me. And so I have to show up or show people, wait a minute, do you see when you make that demand, you're placing the responsibility on another person that even if your behavior is so obscene, they have to support you. Now you'll say, but I'd never do something that terrible. But you do do things that are less than perfect. And true love is somebody who holds you accountable for your less than perfect behavior. All right? And so when we demand that our partner have our back all the time, always support us and makes us a king or queen. All of these shoulds, we are not in reality of what we're asking and we're not in reality of our own behavior. And that's the essence of codependence is I refuse to take ownership of my behavior and the impact 
I'm having on others and the demands I'm placing on others. I'm expecting you to do something I won't do for myself. That's at the hallmark of codependence and a dysfunctional relationship. The inability to look at our part. All right. I did that video on the Tinder swindler and it's very well received, but many people just, the only negative comments are those that don't want to take ownership for their side of the dynamic. They want someone else to be blamed for their choices. That is the hallmark of codependence, is an inability to accept truth and reality that we are all perfectly imperfect. We make mistakes and nobody gets in our life unless we allow it. We are responsible for that. And so if we see behavior in our partner that doesn't work for us, they should not change. They shouldn't do anything different. They are who. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We wanted them to be. What needs to change is our reality of, wow, I picked that. That's about me. They shouldn't change. They are who they were from the moment we met them. We just chose not to see it. And in most cases, we're like, I'll get them. I'll get them to join me here. I'll, get, I'll teach them not to do this anymore. I'll shame them. I'll control them. I'll manipulate. We always did something. We tried to manipulate them into here, whether we're in truth about that or not. And that's about us. And that's what moves us into interdependence. One is taking ownership. Now, here's the, the idea about interdependence. Do you see the arrows? Do you see this as relationship deposits? So you remember how I was describing in codependence, there's a demand that our partner join us here at all times. This is you have to have my back and support me. Well, that means I have to give up my whole life because I'm always on guard. Because if I'm not here, you're going to reject me. You're going to pull out of the relationship because I should have known better. I, I should know what you want. I've been with you long enough. You, I've told you a thousand times. You should know. You should read my mind. You should know this is what women want. You should know this is what men want. I, I, that's just so obvious. Do you hear all of that's codependence? No, they shouldn't know it. They get to decide, all of us get to decide. And this is what a functional, healthy relationship is. It's the recognition that we are two perfectly imperfect individuals who at times, when it is in our best interest, or we have the reserves, we make relationship deposits where we join in this space. We join in the space when we share hobbies. We join in this space when we spend time together doing similar or dissimilar things. Like some days we may absolutely hate to go to the movies, but for whatever reason, we, we have done some things over here where our tank is full. And so we look at our partner and go, you know what? I'm going to make a deposit. I'm going to go to the movies with you tonight. That sounds fun to me. 
And so we can join authentically. Codependence says, I don't care that you don't want to go to the movies. We're in relationship. You should do this if you loved me. Do you hear how? Authoritative that is. And I I'm, I'm, can't find the right word. I'm thinking of a cane, you know, just the, the demand of, you know, that request. That's not love. Well, if you love me, you should. Like, that's what you'll hear. Do you hear how immature that is? And how lacking in love that is? No. Each person gets to decide what works for them. We all have our own morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. And that's what a healthy interdependent relationship does. I talk about this concept in all of my relationship videos. If you have not sat down and done the work to lay out your morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables, you have no shot in a relationship. I say this over and over and I, I go check to see how many people have watched those videos. It's like 400. Like I, I've had millions of views of my videos and I say over and over, you need to go to my playlist on YouTube and look for three videos. They all start out, codependence recovery. And then, what is it? Understanding your morals and values, asking for your needs and wants, determining your negotiables and non-negotiables, something like that. But they all start out. Codependence recovery, they're on my codependence playlist. They should have millions of views. Like, if you've watched my stuff, that you should do, and you want a relationship, or you're in a relationship, like, you have to go watch those. And they have like 400 views, or maybe it, it might be a thousand. But nobody watches them. And then they keep posting, why does my husband, why does my wife, well, have you done that work? Do you see? There's your should and shouldn't. If, if that work hasn't been done, all you're going to create is a codependent relationship because an interdependent relationship recognizes when it works in my morals and values, when I have the reserves and, and it meets my needs and wants, and it doesn't go against my non-negotiable, I can make a contribution. I can make a relationship deposit here in this shared space. But my partner knows that if it goes against my morals and values, if I don't have the reserves in my needs and wants, and it is something that's non-negotiable, that if I join them in it, I'm going to, man, I will mistreat the heck out of them because eventually at some point, I'm going to throw it in their face. I'm going to make them pay for what I did for them. And think about it. Almost every single relationship ends with people saying, I did this for them and I did this for them. I bent over backwards and they wouldn't even do this for me. They didn't even recognize it. Well, do you hear what that is? All of that's codependence. All of that's manipulation. All of that is people going against their own morals and values, their own needs and wants. They didn't have the reserves and they went against their non-negotiables they made those should and shouldn't and could and couldn't deposits. They got out of reality. They lied to themselves and their partner. And they did this thing. They joined here, but they did it with an expectation. You owe me. And that's codependence. You owe me. I jumped in relationship circle. Think of the bachelor. Think of the Tinder swindler. Think of all of it. I did this. I gave you money. You owe me. I showed you love. I put up with your ex. I, you cheated on me and I came back into here. You owe me. No, they don't. You made that choice. 
You're responsible. Why did you give yourself away and go against your morals and values, your needs and wants, and your non-negotiables? That's a choice you made. You did that to yourself. Why? Why do you keep hurting yourself? Why won't you go do the work? Why won't you go heal your childhood trauma that created your addiction to these negative dysfunctional relationships? They're not responsible for that. That's our job. That's an interdependent person who walks into a relationship and says, look, I'm perfectly imperfect. There are times I'm going to lie to you and manipulate you. And if you don't think you lie and if you don't think you manipulate, you are lying and manipulating. (laughs) We're human. We will all. None of us can see ourselves clearly. That's the essence of being perfectly imperfect. Like, I I don't know that people get that. The reason we're all perfectly imperfect is to remind us that we're human, that we all lie, that we all manipulate, that we all have darkness in us. And it's okay. It's okay. And the secret to life is to quit hiding all of this, but to bring it to the front. Think of what was our frustration with Bill Clinton. Not that he cheated. It's that he lied about it. Because we've all cheated in some way, maybe not on a spouse, but we've cheated ourselves or a friendship or we've all done little things like that where we've broken vows, where we've been imperfect. And all we've ever wanted from somebody is for them to go, I was imperfect. As soon as they do that, we let them off the hook. It's the lie. Well, why are we doing that to ourselves? And so, again... Because our culture teaches us codependence and that it's not okay to be truthful, that it's not okay to experience our imperfections, our humanness, we place the should and shouldn'ts on others. We are out of reality. We are not in truth that we all lie, that we all manipulate, that we all have darkness. We are all perfectly imperfect. Interdependence recognizes that. And so some days... We turn to our partner and go, look, I don't know that I can do it because I think I'm going to manipulate you. <laughs> like, I really want to go to this, but I also really don't want to go. And But I want to do it so that eventually I can throw it in your face and maybe we can have intimacy later tonight. Like, that's really the only reason I want to go is that hopefully if I do it, you'll recognize that, you know, how how much I hate doing this for you and hate going to this place and that maybe I'll get lucky later. Men, if you're like, you know I'm done. Like, you know that's true. That's why we do it. Women, why did you do it? Because you wanted the pat on the back. You wanted to be recognized. Whatever it is. If you've ever brought up how you did something for somebody and didn't get recognized, you've kept score of it, or you have resentment that you didn't get it back, it's proof you lied to them and you manipulated them. You lied to yourself and you manipulated yourself. And so again, To have interdependence, we need to know our morals and values, our needs and wants, our negotiables and non-negotiables. The final thing when it comes to interdependence is we recognize that the lie that this person's going to spend the rest of our life, that we will spend it together, is a fantasy. Man, I hope it comes true. I do. Like, I want that for all of us. But the truth is this. A truly loving, authentically adult, mature person 
will say to you, I can only promise you today. I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow. But what I do know is this. I will wake up each day and ask myself, am I still in this relationship? Am I still willing to make relationship deposits into this space? And if I am, I'll stay in the relationship and I'll keep doing this. But I may wake up one day and decide I'm not. And think of it. Whether you're 20, 30, 40, 60, 80 years old, do you have the exact same thoughts and beliefs over every 10-year span? Of course not. You have grown and matured and you probably maybe changed political parties. All these different things, all these beliefs you've had have grown and changed completely. So how can you expect somebody to ride that wave and to always have their morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables align perfectly with yours so you can always have relationship deposits? That's a fantasy. All we can guarantee is today. And each person, once they do the morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables, just like this intersection, some might see this intersection much smaller. In other words, they want a lot of autonomy in their relationship. Others... This might be really big where they do a lot of hobbies together. Like they, you know, they just, everything just really lines up. They want a lot of shared space. These are all the things that get decided, that require functional interdependence. But those can change. Think of relationships. Many times relationships start off where we have a huge shared space. And then we go through a season where, man, that space we are not on the same page. What's our moral and value on that? Do we write it out? Do we give grace? I don't know. I'm not the moral police. It's your life. All I do is advocate that you know these things so you can navigate this as best as possible. But, in, but navigate it in truth. And the truth is this. Nobody ever mistreats us unless we allow it. There's tons of poor treatment out there. But we allowed them into this shared space. We must take ownership of that. We must look at how our childhood experiences and the trauma we haven't healed has created a dynamic where we allowed this type of treatment, where we were attracted to somebody who had this in them. They may not have shown, like the narcissist, they go, oh, what about narcissist sociopath? Well, okay. I don't disagree that they're crafty. But how did they get past us? Because we don't teach these things in schools because we don't know that it's our job to be responsible for our interdependence and our, our functional relationships. And so we've all learned this codependent model where it's dependent upon the other person. We just did the best we could with where we were, but we're still responsible. We're not to blame. You can't be blamed for doing something or allowing something that you weren't even aware of was a problem. And, not but, and we are responsible. It's both. It's not one or the other. But means I'm negating the first part, right? It means you're not to blame, but. So that what that means is, oh, I'm just lying. You are to blame. And you, because I said, but you're responsible. No, that's not, that's not how it works. We are not to blame and we are responsible. It's both. 
It's a key distinction. That's why I use that. If you listen to my videos, I'm really making a point of that. The difference between but and and. We are not to blame and we are responsible. It's both. If you live with the but, you are, you are choosing a life of purgatory. You will not be, you will always attract dysfunction, codependence, pain, narcissism if you get stuck with the but. Well, I did, but it's them. This is what you're, you are advocating for this. And I don't want that for you, but it's your life. I will let you choose. Maybe that's your moral and value. Look, there's so many benefits we get from being the victim and blaming everyone else. I get it. I lived that way for decades and made, you know, lots of women pay for how I set up dynamics that allowed them to treat me poorly and I could blame them. It worked really well. So I get the attraction to it. Ultimately, it almost cost me my life and I, because I was living the reason I was so depressed and miserable, and this is what causes everyone's depression, anxiety, every illness and disease, is we're living, we're not living in our morals and values, our needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. We're destroying ourselves. And so we're literally eating ourselves emotionally from the inside out, and that's what causes illness and disease. We are making ourselves sick. So what's the solution? How do you turn this all around? Well, my personal belief I want you to hold on to yours. If you've learned about codependence, throw it all out the window. <laughs> Not literally, but uh, it's been my experience that if you don't know who Pia Melody is and you don't know her descriptions uh, on how codependents work, then you are vastly um, handicapped in your understanding of codependence and your ability to create interdependence and love. So my suggestion to you, I personally feel these two books, Facing Codependence and Facing Love Addiction, are two books that no person should ever be allowed to go on a date until they read these two books. You know, when you read Facing Love Addiction, you're going to be like, oh my God, you'll see everything I talk about, <clears throat> how we're all codependent, how all these dynamics are manipulative. These bring you into truth and reality. If you want love, if you want a functional interdependent relationship, it must be based on truth and honesty. If you are using, you know, all those mechanisms I brought up in this video, you can't create that. The other suggestion is, yes, my book. And yes, it's self-promoting. That's because I haven't seen another book that walks you through how to discover your childhood trauma and your worst day cycle, which is creating your attraction to codependence and all of these dynamics. And so that's why I suggest you pick up my a copy of my book, Your Journey to Success. <clears throat> Again, I encourage everyone to go to my codependence playlist. And there are three videos. They all start out codependence recovery. And then you'll see more the you know, morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. I also encourage you to go to my worst day cycle playlist. There are five videos. They all start off with um, Oh, reclaim your authentic self by becoming trauma-informed. They are numbered one through five. If you can't see, they're on the bottom right of the thumbnail are the numbers. If it's blocked by something, if you read the description of all the videos, they tell you which video is one, two, three, four, five. Those will walk you through the basics of my book. If you don't want to buy my book and pay the money for it, that's fine. 
Go watch those videos. You'll get a general outline, not the full process. But those series of videos, those three books, will give you the foundation that you need to create a healthy, functional, interdependent relationship to start healing and recovering from the codependence that we've all been raised with that is prevalent in our society. If you think this information will help somebody, please share it. If you'd like to leave me your comments, please do. And as always, enjoy the journey.